Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at c4energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. We are highlighting the athletes of the 2023 CrossFit Games semifinals. And with us today is Nico Flores. Nico, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. So first things first, uh, I tried to figure out like what part of the world you live in. Um, mm-hmm. I found the gym you attend, but I can't find a state to save my life. So where are uh, you at right now? Pocatello, Idaho. Okay. All right. So uh, in my research said that you had grown up in Idaho. Yes. Yes. Uh, just yes, uh, 20 minutes away. It's little town Blackfoot. Okay. So you've lived there your whole life? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, growing up, what was your athletic background? Uh, I did. Uh, I played football and I ran track in high school. Okay. Was it, were you very, were you competitive at those sports? Yeah. Um, looking back, I wish I would have pursued college football and stuff, but at the time I really didn't, it didn't end well. And I just was sick of the sport, but now I wish I just would have quit being a little brat and played it at the next level. Yeah. Yeah. So what position did you play? I was wide receiver, corner and kicker. Oh, cool. Cool. I, um, I just saw two interviews with Deion Sanders today and he was saying that when he recruits wide receivers, he wants them to have played cornerback as well. Oh, I could see that because he wants to see the toughness and that, that tells him that they're not just a wide receiver who's there for all the glory, but they can be tough too. Yeah. I think corners like gotta be the hardest position to play in football, obviously besides quarterback, but corners gotta be tough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did it probably at the highest level that's ever been played. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, enough about Dion. Back to you. So, um, you you started CrossFit. It appears your first open was 2019. Um, I did it kind of like off and on, and I did it like kids class in my senior year of high school. Like I just. I did like twice a week, I think is what the schedule was. And again, it was just kids class. I was like 17 and all the rest were like a bunch of 14 year olds or eight, 17, 18 and kind of did it. And then, yeah. And then I started trying to like work out more when I was in 2019. And how old were you when you really started to try? I would say 21, 20, somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah, I my daughter, I got her to uh um I got her to do it when she was like 13, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Um and she was really good, but I burned her out too much and as a parent I pushed way too hard. Um yeah. and, to and lost her for Brian. good. Uh I wasn't I just wanted her to be 
fit for life. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it just so happens like she, she was super strong. Um, but I just pushed too hard at that young age. Um, and I wanted her to love it as much as I did. And if I would have just let her get that naturally, I think it would have went better. Yeah. That'd be hard. I, did she do other sports? Uh, she actually played volleyball and she played in the band and it was, it's a band that, um, an active band, like they dance while they play and stuff like that. I was just asking, cause I always hear Rich talk about if he could do it, he would always have his kids play like all sports and CrossFit last. Yeah. And I get that. That's actually one of my like soapboxes. One, you should not. Um, and, and it, it's funny. That's what Dion talked about today did this specialization of sport where they're Mm -hmm. saying you need to pick a sport and just stick with that. He's like, no, the only people that should do that are the people that can't play more than one sport. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Right. And he was a three sport, all state athlete. Yeah. And absolutely. He was probably like the most athletic human ever. Yeah. Maybe Bo. Um, uh, So Jack. Yeah. They actually asked him on that comparison. We keep diving down the Dion road. He said, Bo was a specimen. He was more athletic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Bo was my era and I love Bo and he is the greatest athlete I've ever seen in my life. He was but, absolutely amazing. Thing. Um, so, so then you find CrossFit. Well, you, you were in it and then, but then you started to like discover a little bit more in 19 and 20 and so you get into the open um, first year you do it, you're 1855th in the world. Uh, the second year you jump to 1797, not a big jump. Um, yeah. and it's 22 where we see like this large leap, um, up in the standings in 2022. Uh-huh. I also know that you married a CrossFitter. Yes. When did that, yeah. when did that marriage happen and did it coincide with you getting better at it? Oh, ab- absolutely. Um, I've actually never like for a while, I've never really cared to be like super competitive in CrossFit. I've always just enjoyed working out a lot and trying to be like as fit as I could. And then my wife made it last year. And that like when I seen her do all that and seeing like the best athletes and all that kind of stuff, that was like, oh yeah, I want to do this. This is really cool. That's when I like dedicated everything this year. But Taya has always had the aspiration, my wife, Natea, she's always had the goals to be, like, very competitive. And I've always just kind of been like, yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool, but whatever. So when you guys are playing Monopoly, is she more competitive than you are? Uh, No, not at all. I don't think she has okay. an ounce of, like, competitiveness outside of CrossFit. She doesn't. No. Okay, so now you're training in the gym. Does she yeah. want to beat you every session? Yeah, we go head to head in almost everything, every single metcon because we both follow uh, HWPO and we just follow like the generalized program. And every day it's just us going against each other, trying to see who's better. Now she's always she used to always kill me, but now I win like once every fifty workouts or something. You're a semifinalist. Just like she is, and you you can still only get her once every fifty. Come on, dude. Yeah, she's she's good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so she was at Granite Games last year. I was there. Yeah. 
Um, I uh, saw her compete last year. Um, I didn't put two and two together. I don't even know if you, I invited her on the show today. Yeah, she told um, me that like five minutes ago. Yeah, and I didn't put two and two together until it was too late. I should have had both of you on together. That would have been cool. <laughs> so we may have to do that in the future. But um, yeah. so did you guys meet at a, at the CrossFit gym or did you meet outside and end up hanging out there later? Uh, Like when we first got together, like how we got together, yeah. I guess. Um, oh, so we're high school sweethearts. We got together when we were uh, 16. And we've now we're 24, so we've been together for eight years, and we got married two years ago in sometime June or July. So in the in the period that you said in, earlier in the show that you were a brat, she still hung out with you. Yeah, I'm I'm super lucky. She's <laughs> very understanding, I guess. <laughs> All right, so um, so high school, and you're not like the first one. Like I've interviewed a bunch of semifinalists. And a lot of them are still with their high school sweethearts. Oh, so I don't cool. know if there's a correlation with, with CrossFit and high school sweethearts or what, but yeah. uh, it seems to be working. Yeah, that's really cool. That's sweet. I didn't know that. So, so you said that when you going to watch her at Granite Games was what propelled you to want to try to push a little bit more and go all in. Yeah. What, what was the big change you had to make after Granite Games last year? to start getting better um so like i said i just followed uh and i still do follow hwpo's generalized program but they would have like i don't know eight pieces for the day and i would do the one or two pieces that i liked throughout and then not much intent in intent of that piece i didn't eat very good like at all and I made a huge priority on like video games. So I played a lot of video games and now like just kind of CrossFit and stretching, mobilizing that kind of thing. Like here that the things that you hear, like everyone say that they do the stuff outside the gym is kind of what changed a lot. And I'm not just messing around when I'm at the gym. I try to focus and take every period, every piece very serious when I do those. So I've, I've seen what the HWPO programming looks like, and it is, it's like a spreadsheet every day of, yeah. of workouts. Do you now, because you, the intent is to be better and to compete, do you do all the pieces or do yes. you look at them and modify them and whatever you need to do for that day to best fit your skill set? Um, I, I just do what is on there. I have had discussions with like the, uh, they have a circle group and you can ask any questions. And I've said like, Hey, I kind of want to like, I just don't want to suck forever. I don't want to be just a perennial semifinal athlete. At some point I want to make the transition to like being a games athlete. And I don't think a generalized program is like right for me. Cause I still have a lot of weaknesses and stuff. So I asked them like, what should I do? And they said, be confident enough or find someone that is willing to, uh, like switch out those pieces. And right now I'm don't believe in myself at all in switching out what I think I need. Uh, so I just do whatever they do. So you get, you have the app or what, or what, I think it's yeah. an app, right? And, yeah. and that programming comes in, you do what it says. So you don't have any like specific individualized specific coaching for you. No, 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 none at all. 
Both my wife and, and I just follow HWPO. And you just, and then you guys just hammer each other all day, going head to head, seeing who's better. Yeah, that's that's yep, that's our day to day, every single day. Yeah, um, yeah, that's really interesting. And so you've made it this far without a coach looking over your movement patterns, your efficiencies, um, all of that kind of stuff. Do you think there's a point you said you don't want to just be a, a semifinal athlete forever where you're going to have to make that step to something more specific to you? Yes. for I think for sure that like, I don't want to say you can't like just follow a generalized program, but I just don't think I, I personally can. And I need that, like those little tweaks here and there that are specific for me and doing the things that I need to be doing. And I would love to find someone that is able to do that that I, maybe I could still follow a HWPO throughout that. And an HWPO offers that. I'm not, I'm not trying to get you to leave them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to get to. So the other thing that you have to do when you're kind of on your own is you have to self-assess, right? What yes. are my, what are my weaknesses? What do I need to work on? What, what skill work do I have to do in addition to my programming? Are you good about looking at yourself and determining what you're good at and what you're bad at? Um, I kind of know. I don't like, I would never be able to like program for me to work on those specific weaknesses, but I do have an idea of like what I'm okay at and what I'm bad at. And do you try to address those weaknesses outside of the programming? No, I don't know if it's like a, uh, OCD issue or something, but like, I hate going away from like the programming. So I just, I just do whatever it says. And I trust that, I guess that program will prepare me the best that it can. Okay. Um, and, and part of this, part of this journey is discovering what you need and what is good for you, right? Every athlete is different. And so there is no yeah. right or wrong answer. I just wanted to see kind of what your thinking was. Um, so now you're going into semifinals. Uh, you're mm -hmm. going to be in Pasadena. Yeah. Um, you don't have to worry about getting a coach's pass for your wife because she's going to be back there with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so who? So who is going to get your guys's coach's pass? Do you or do you have someone there that's going to just kind of help you get hide, stay hydrated, carry bags, things like that? Yeah, I, I'm not sure who's going to get that. Maybe it's probably just going to be a friend that ends up going down and watching us. But, like, yeah, we don't have anyone that's like, hey, you should attack it like this. You should do it like this. Or I think this is a good workout. Yeah, it's just going to be my wife and I down there, probably with uh, one of the friends from the gym that end up going down. Yeah, when I talk to a lot of the athletes, it's it's not a strategist that they want in the back. It's someone yeah. that helps them stay loose and – um and so they don't get too nervous. They don't blow up too fast. And that just if they're on like a bike and they need water, they can go mm -hmm. grab them water really quick or go grab yeah. them a sandwich so that they can get some calories in. Um, yeah. So that's my suggestion that it be someone yeah. that just keeps you loose and, uh, and is a gopher for the weekend and is willing to do that for you. Yeah. That's exactly what I was for my wife last year. I don't think I did a good enough job, but whatever she said. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll go grab that. I'll go grab that doing whatever. Yeah. I, I probably do a couple say, times. I, she I, just I, uh, did that to get you out of her hair. Yeah, probably. I was more nervous than her. 
But yeah. uh, I did reach out to, I don't know if you know, uh, uh, J.R. Howell, if he was ever interested in coaching me, because I like that guy a lot. Yeah, uh, J.R. from the, and he's always on the Savon podcast. Yes, yes. Um, and the man is a wealth of knowledge. Yeah, I, that's what it seems like. So I was like, dude, I would be awesome to have that guy. He just said he was too busy right now, but maybe if I keep begging, yeah. he'll, he'll, he'll come around. Yeah, I'm I'm guessing that his notoriety after appearing on Savon so many times has gone way up through the roof. Yeah, probably for sure. Yeah, yeah, because I know um, Taylor Self's um, programming has uh, gone up too because of the same thing. Just being on the Savon podcast. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. But there are a lot of coaches out there, and there are different ways to do it. There are the camps, right, that, that mm-hmm. do it like HWPO. Um, I've talked to a lot of athletes who have one coach, one, and that one coach has one athlete, and it's just yeah. a one-on-one relationship where um, it's just the two of them kind of doing it. Um, so there's there's a variety of ways to go about it. Yeah, I, I hopefully uh, I can do something really impressive, and then Matt will invite me to Vermont. That'd be the dream dream scenario. Well, I want an invite to to Vermont after looking at that <laughs> sick facility they've opened up. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, where you have two competition rigs inside your gym, like it's yeah. every detail, so that you can actually work out on a rig that's exactly like when you're going to see at semis or the games. Yeah, and there's like no other place that has those kind of details for competitive CrossFit athletes and stuff. Um. So the other thing is I wanted to ask is what is your goal going into this year? Your first ever semifinal. Yeah. Um, you're just kind of, you just shot up the leaderboard. This is your first all in year. Yeah. Are you there just to learn this year? Um, yeah, I don't actually know what my goal is. I just know I don't want to get like smoked out there and be embarrassed. I, I have like, almost nightmares of chasing Grim doing a call or something. And he's like, you know what this, and I'm sucking on the, on the field. And he goes, you know what, this is the problem with having 60 people at these things. I'm just trying to avoid that. I'm, I am sure you are not going to be that uh, <laughs> you're coming in 43rd. You weren't even near the cut line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's not counting teams that may have declined. That's not counting yeah. other people that may have declined. So you may move up the leaderboard even more. You're in a really Hopefully. good position, a good seed. You're not, you're not one of those uh, bubble athletes. Yeah. Yeah. A couple good events. So, got lucky. so really, so with that, what you're saying is you don't want to finish last. Yeah. Right. So are you thinking like middle of the pack for this yeah, year? I think I would be kind of soak like, in the experience. Yeah. Yeah, I really have no idea what to be out there. I do know, like, and I never, my wife and I never really, um, my wife more than me, but com- competed too much on like even local comps. I've always just teamed up with her so she could like carry me and do pretty well. So I don't have like too much exposure to uh, competing by myself. So it's just, I'm, I have no idea. I, I do know when you went to um, Granite Games last year, it was like, crazy how good every single person there is it blew my mind that like how professionalized all the athletes are how like dialed in every single second of their day is and like that was mind-blowing to me last year yeah 
Yeah, Granite Games was stacked though. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if crazy. you remember, people people got moved from others to that one. Yeah. Um, and it made it a very very stacked semifinal. Yeah, like Chloe Wilson didn't even qualify, but if she went anywhere else, she would have qualified. Like it was crazy. Uh, her lowest finish was eighth all yeah, weekend, and she didn't crazy. qualify. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we're actually going to have her on the show next week. Oh, that's which exciting. I'm super stoked for. Yeah. Uh, she's one of my favorites. So, um, so we're having your wife on tomorrow. Yeah. I, so I've had to do some research on her too. Like the local comp she's done, she's at the top of the podium on a lot of the pictures. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's pretty good. And that's like what we like, we're so, that's what blew our mind is because like, I'm used to her doing really well all the time and handling her business, I guess, when she goes to these things. And when we went to Granite Games, it was just like, dude, these people are good. Uh, Colby Stevens says, good seeing Coach Nico on here. Oh, he's a good friend from the gym. And that's, I wanted to address that too. You're now a coach. Um, And the name of your gym is? Uh, Kuwait CrossFit. Kuwait CrossFit. Um, And uh, you got your level one. Does that help you? How long have you had that? About a year. I, I think I got it right before uh, Granite Games. And I started coaching right after Granite Games. And do they put you through like a mentoring process where you have to like shadow with others? Or do they just throw you to the yeah. wolves? Yeah, I had like two or three weeks of shadowing uh, coaches that have been there before. That's cool. I love that. Yeah. I love hearing yeah. that too. Um, and so is that your main income is coaching? Yep. That's all. That's pretty much all we do now. We used to do a, uh, I don't know you'd call I just called it a drug dealing thing because it was easy, but we just delivered prescription medicine out to, uh, like areas that, uh, no one wanted to drive to. So all I did was drive all day and we got sick of that really quick. Yeah. Yeah, I used to be a delivery guy back in the day for a chemical company. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the the van only had AM radio. And so, yeah, it was it was rough. Yeah, I just got sick of it really quick. Uh, so you're coaching full-time. Your wife is coaching full-time? Yes. And the rest of the time is all training. And so yeah, you're at much. the gym 23 hours a day. It seems like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you do anything to get like time away from each other? And, and I, and I say that in a loving way, um, like just some me time or is, or you just, you guys were meant to be and you, and you just love spending time together all the time. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. We got super lucky. Everyone thinks we're like really weird. How much, how involved we are with each other. I would say we spend like two hours away from each other a day if that but we are together like doing everything together every single day and i wouldn't have any other way i I love it it's a perfect life is your goal then through the next season to win at least like five out of 50 against her in the gym yeah yeah no next year is 50 out of 50 she's she's not going to be anywhere close wow laying the smackdown (laughs) yeah I'm going to have to clip this and play it for her tomorrow. <laughs> Good. She needs the motivation. Yeah. All right. So um, 
So going in this year, you said you don't even know what the expectations are. Do you do you know the expectations that you have for your wife? Uh, I, I no, I don't know what her her goals are. We've kind of talked about it, but we just kind of decide not to think about it and just keep working out. She just said she heard that. Yeah, she's upstairs right now. She probably did. <laughs> um, and so. So you're just going to have fun this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say like I'm taking it like easy. I would love to be super competitive. I just have no idea how going against like the best people are going to be. I have very little individual exposure in local comps. So I have no idea how it's going to be against those freaking beasts. Well, and I, and I've got to say, like, I've not interviewed a lot of people from Idaho who are going to semifinals. So I'm assuming it's not like a hotbed of individual CrossFit athletes. Definitely not. No, not at all. We have some like Boise. There's Justin. Not true. Very true. (laughs) Very true. Yeah. But he's in Washington now, right? Or did he move back? I have no idea. He's one of the places. Um, so it, it's got to be tough kind of being out there, not, it's almost like a blind leaderboard, right? You're doing your thing and you don't really know how it compares to anybody else. Cause there's nobody to compete against other than your wife every day. Yeah. That's, I was super scared this year, like about how I would do. Cause like, I do want to say I did about everything I could to be as competitive as I could. But I'm only going against my wife, and I have no idea how that translates to people. And I know you like shouldn't compare yourself to other people, but you kind of do because you need to be, you need to know where you're at against those guys. So semifinals are done. You're you're finishing yeah. up in Pasadena on Sunday. The weekend's done, and you've dialed all this stuff in for this one moment. How yeah. do you celebrate that you've made it through it? Uh, before you buckle back down for next season pizza i bet you i'm gonna eat a lot of pizza that's my favorite thing yeah what about like a vacation just kind of getting away or anything like that uh taking a a break from the gym no yeah definitely taking a break from the gym but probably not traveling anywhere i'm a homebody play play some video games for a couple weeks yeah i've i've put that off for too long what what's the game of choice? Uh, usually just sports games like Madden or uh, MLB The Show. Okay. Not a Call of Duty or. Uh, sometimes, but I haven't bought in a game in like five years. I just whatever's free. That's what I try to play. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, Nico, it's been uh, a pleasure getting to know you. Thank you so much for jumping on with us people in the chat thank you for participating and and hanging out and with that we will see everybody next time on the Clydesdale Media podcast thank you so much